The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, the red dropper and turn wheels and all this wheel. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, the red dropper and turn wheels and all this wheel. Wheel, 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 wheel. They are pissed. Wheel, 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 wheel. They are pissed. Time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magician. I'm Jeremy Greer, and I'm Gary Butterfield, and this is Days of Future Podcast, the podcast where Gary and I are covering New X Men by Grant Morrison, and we are into our second arc. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we finished E is for Extinction. We took a brief journey over to Hong Kong for the annual issue, and now we are back to New York uh, to talk about Imperials. Is that what the name of this is? Mm-hmm. Right. Imperial, I think, is the name of this arc. Yeah. Um, um so yeah yeah uh new new arc new artist uh ethan van skyver which i just want to point out before we praise any of this art because i think it's pretty good that he is a piece of shit uh, he's not oh. a good person or anything okay um he is a comic skate dude oh super lame okay yeah. well yeah. that's it's horrible yeah um you know this is you know before that was a thing you know this is in 2001 as we mentioned 20 years ago who knows what his politics were then it feels like a totally different time. I just want to make sure I always like to be clear that like in, you know, saying good things about somebody's work is not endorsing their politics sure. uh, on this. And uh, that dude has done some harm. So good to know. I will not buy his modern comic books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not good to uh, support him directly. The, the cover here is, is pretty interesting with just beast, a profile of beast, like crying one single tear. Like he was that, um, Indian guy in that commercial from 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's of, of the uh, pollution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I love this cover. Um, it's really, uh, understated, you know, and just seeing, uh, you know, beast crying. It's like, Oh, something bad is going to happen, uh, here. And this is a really heart wrenching episode, you know, issue. It is. This. Mm-hmm. Um, starts off with a little fake out with beast, uh, chasing this character, this mutant bird creature, uh, who is a character who's going to be kind of a main major character in this, this run, uh, where they're going to find out, uh, Barnell Bohusk, AKA beak. Um, he's screaming at him to fly, like basically chasing him in full, like werewolf form. Yes. And Barnell tries, uh, but he doesn't get very far off the ground before beast tackles him. And then, um, I'll, and then praises him saying, Hey, that was pretty good. You, you know, your evasion time was up. You, you, you got your, you were able to fly just a little bit. Like you're getting your powers under control. And then of course, danger room off. Um, and then the, all of the snowy background just starts fading out of existence. Um, mm-hmm. and then he asks, like, are you sure about naming yourself B homie? <laughs> like, is that, yeah. is that <laughs> really <laughs> something you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, he's like, yeah, that, you know, that, that was the, the people call me that to make fun of me, you know? Um, he's from Germany you know, he mentions, uh, you know, back in Rotterdam, he used to do that. And Beast comes out and introduces him uh, by his name. Like, uh, people choose a mutant name in this. We, that was introduced to us uh, with Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Um, and it's kind of this, like, little ceremony. Beast comes out and introduces uh, him. And we get this scene of the uh, the students. Yes. 
I love right this. Here. I love this page. Like it expresses yeah. so much. Like there's basically three vertical slices. Um, I'm always here for a group of students and Xavier's running around in between classes. And mm-hmm. like, we get that. Like there's all of these kind of interesting looking characters and you're some of them, like you can see like, Oh, that chick has three faces or this dude is green or that dude has green hair and is looks like a wizard. Like there's all sorts of tiny little details, but there's also like a main X-Man. Like Emma is onto the right, like moving through, like as if none of these people exist. And then we go outside with the same kind of scene. And like, we see a bunch of cool looking mutants, like kind of casually displaying powers, but Cyclops is right there looking like he's about to punch somebody in the face. And then finally on the very bottom, we realize what psych is looking like what looking at. And it's that there's a bunch of humans gathered outside Xavier's school to protest and basically holding up signs like go home. God hates mutants, you know, get your babies Mm -hmm. tested. Like it's just real, real gross. Yeah. It's all pretty vile, you know, and the, the, the protests of course are happening because, Charles Xavier out of the school, you know, um, we cut over to, to beast talking to professor, professor Xavier and just kind of basically empathizing with beak. Like, Hey, he can't blend in. He's having a rough time. You know, uh, is this a good time for this? Like I, you know, he's got a connection with a student. Like he promised him his bat. Mm-hmm. Like he has a titanium baseball bat that he loves. He promised it to him. And, uh, professor Xavier, like basically, uh, brushes him off. Because as we mentioned last time, this is not Professor Xavier. Yes. You know, that is the twist. But again, you know, we're discussing that stuff. Um, And basically just says like empty statements. You know, no one should feel outcast or alone here. I love this. Perhaps um, I should go in there and fix his brain. Yeah. Like, like we should just delete his memories. And like, that's, that's a very harsh thing to say. And it's very un-Xavier like to say, except it's kind of not in some cases. He he does it, but he doesn't say it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Xavier doesn't talk about it. And he wouldn't, um, you know. like, I don't feel like Xavier would delete memories. He would just, like, hide them from you, right? Like, oh, I'm not yeah. going to delete them. I'm just going to yeah. make sure they're in a subfolder somewhere that you can't access. C he colon slash your not, not, not your mom dying slash porn yeah. slash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slash, slash GitHub slash. The, um, uh, he just goes in and alters your memories of him to make him six inches taller. The, <laughs> <laughs> what we like to call the Tom Cruise effect. <laughs> yeah. You know that tall mutant who runs the school? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's like 5'9". I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Yeah. Um, we cut over, you know, he uh, Beast is like, no, no. I, you know, he's like, actually, you seem like you're, you know, you seem happy, Henry. And he's like, well, I have a date. Uh, Xavier ominously says, so do I. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, we cut over to Beast preparing for his date. He's dressed up in a tuxedo. And he gets a voicemail, like on a classic answering machine. And a real, it. like, Absolutely. even in 2001, Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember those. Um, and it's Trish Tilby breaking up with him, um, basically for her career, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's, there's people because of now that he is much more, uh, that he's changed forms and he is like, a a beast character. Like people are, you know, using the word bestiality to refer to their couplehood sure, and stuff and, and like, basically breaks his heart. It's really nasty. It's, it's, it's really, really mean. Like there, this is a conversation you should definitely have in person with somebody. Um, yeah, because like, I don't disagree like uh, like if autumn turned into a blue crazy monster like we would have to have a conversation about it right yeah Yeah. i mean like this is going to change some stuff significantly in our relationship the first of which like you're going to have to start brushing a lot more girl like you're going to have to get that shit straight um you know and and there's other parts of it too that aren't just about her career she's like sometimes you look at me and i can't help but think you're looking at me like prey you know which is just really cool like weird little detail yes uh you know uh, but it's very sad. Like it is, it is a bummer the beast gets dumped. Um, we cut over to Wolverine, um, who is nev- uh, meditating, 
uh, Jean comes upon him and he is saying they're doing yoga, uh, doing Zazen meditation because mm-hmm. he is, uh, kind of recharging his healing factor. Like it takes a big toll on his body. Uh, Cassandra Nova burned off half of his body. And this is you like, know? because I'd skipped the annual when I, I'm out most latest read like this was like reading the annual and then reading this was really kind of strange because like he, he just went through and like he just he, he was just on a mission to hong kong but like now he has to come back here and yeah. like recharge but then he doesn't even mention like all of those weird creatures that he he sliced and diced that were like falling off of a yeah, yeah. asian general or whatever so yeah i think the, the implication is that the annual takes place before yes all mm-hmm. of that stuff like I, I think it just kind of floats oh, in time okay okay so yeah, okay that know. makes sense um so. Yeah, that, that does. That makes more sense. It does. Um, but Jean is here, like, you know, just basically to to talk. Like Wolverine is somebody that she comes to every once in a while for like clarity. Or I think he even says like, "You're not here for um, fortune cookies, right?" Like that's what, mm-hmm. what do you what do you what is on your mind? And of course, it's as always Scott. Um, yep. And their and their relationship, and she describes it as uh, ever since you know he was taken over, and then they got him back. She expected everything to go back to normal, but like he he's so different and I don't even know who he is anymore. And I don't even think Scott knows who he is anymore. Um, yep. and she just, she just feels lonely. And like, this is obviously like Wolverine and Jean have a past. Like Wolverine's been crushing on this chick since, since, <laughs> since small times. And you know, this is kind of plays into that. And of course, like in the next panel, she reaches over and kisses him and he like stops her and is like, Hey, no, 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 this would never work between us. And literally just walks away. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he, he kisses her. Like she doesn't reach over. Like he just does it, you know, but he can kind of read between the lines what she wants at this point. Like they are both kind of flirting with this infidelity because their, their relationship is not in a good spot. Well, as we learned in the um, annual, annual, like he can, he could probably smell the horny, right? Like that's what's happening. Totally, absolutely. That's exactly what happens. Like, I love that they don't just have him constantly yelling it. If this were a Chris Claremont comic, he would say it in big, like a different font. Like he'd go into every panel just describing his power to do it. Like, <laughs> we need a Wolverine comic where he just walks through the mall and goes horny, horny, not horny, not yeah. horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like shazam like, or what happened and, uh yeah um so we cut over back over to the mansion where emma and scott are hanging out um and all the students have gathered on the lawn because they want to see the shiar ship land mm-hmm. uh professor xavier is taking a vacation yeah i love that uh emma like tries to pretend that she's extremely over all of this stuff when like it's yeah. a fucking spaceship descending from the fucking galaxy like what you're impressed emma we know you're impressed like all of this is just bullshit Mm-hmm. um and then we get this like one of my favorite scenes in the run really um we cut over and i I just man i love how this happens right after xavier gets taken over like they don't yes. play with it it's not like hey let's do a year where it's secretly you know a spider clone or whatever like nope he just immediately you know does this thing as soon as he gets what he wants and i love the um just the coincidence of uh <laughs> i pronounce that weird i didn't mean to coincidence uh the coincidence of the uh if if beast had not had his date canceled then the X-Men would have been fucked. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like none of this stuff would have happened. The fact that Trish broke up with him is why he spent all night researching, you know, and just kind of looking into stuff with Cassandra Nova, digging through his records, trying to distract himself from his heartbreak. And he asked, you know, Xavier is like, Hey, why does Cassandra Nova have the same DNA as you? Um, you know, and I love this, uh, this part where Cassandra Nova's onto him. Like, and what is it? You've cross-referenced Cassandra Nova's DNA with Cerebro's genetic files, didn't you? You know, like, you know, she just knows exactly what's going to happen because, again, she planned all of this. And and this is the reveal. Like, he asked that question, and, yep. he, and then Cassandra Nova responds, well, I'm his genetic twin. You know, we yep. were, we, we have, we created a psychic connection in, during conception. Like, it was super yep. easy for me to climb in and take over. And then she 
like literally like does this thing which I love so much. It's one of the lines I always remember. Like, how does it feel to have someone throw up on your soul, Henry? And yep. Henry is reeling back. There's this great text of like nightmare, pain, child, bad, ugly, stupid. Like it's just a psychic attack that makes him feel like a fucking horrible person. And it doesn't stop yep. there. She continues to go on and like just runs this poor guy down of like you're you're literally devolving. Like first you went from man to ape and then ape to feline. Like, are you gonna turn into a worm? Like are you a zoo animal? Yeah. Like, yeah it's, it's just it's so horrible. It's, it's so mean. And it's especially because it's fucking Hank who like is you know, at the very first issue of this, Gene is like, I like your new look. Like it's very distinguished. Like he's, he's always been like, uh, and I think this was the genius of getting Kelsey Grammer to play him in X-Men three. Like he's always been like very, what's the word that I'm looking for here? Like just very, like wants to be refined and clean and like mm-hmm. perfectly coiffed. And, and it just, and having all of that taken away from him is, is just miserable to watch. Yeah. He's been barely, you know, we, we start off this, this comic, they don't have every character just kind of like, talk about the rough spot they're in they reveal it slowly but everybody's kind of in a rough spot in this you know Mm -hmm. we talked about how scott is barely holding it together so is beast like he's dealing with this uh and it's obviously having ramifications like he got dumped earlier tonight from his girlfriend from the 90s (laughs) you know trish tilby has has been uh you know for for quite a while so like it is uh it's a big deal um cassandra nova again twisting they were sharing a facebook account gary that's how (laughs) how deep they were (laughs) fucking weird um it's a friend star account at this point please um the uh so so they uh cassandra nova is twisting the knife and uh just it's so cruel you know um you know you're slowly uh divulging you know hey i guess what i couldn't help but notice the litter box that you have in your lab (laughs) you know uh and beast is trying to remember science he's like saying things you know hydrogen's one of the atoms that came out of the big bang Uh, like just basically you know it slams its fist against the post you know, trying to, to hold on to his humanity to his intellect, right? Like holding <laughs> on to, yeah. because he's, he specifically says like, I can turn the periodic table into a dirty limerick. If, if that's what it takes to get you out of my mind, like, and that's what he's trying yeah. to do. And it, but it does not work. And she forces him to take his doctorate, his PhD degree and like, clean himself with it. Like it's just yeah. fucking, like, it's just it's, it's disgusting. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she says, uh, you have no choice. Charles brain was designed by nature to control the brains of others. I'm sure it can be used to house train an animal. Ouch. You know, it's just, it's just so, so horrible. Um, luckily he's saved because, uh, beak comes in. Um, he was going to give, uh, Hank his bat, you know, which is very, very sad. Like he's seeing all this stuff happen. It distracts Cassandra Nova. There's this great like villain thing where he's like professor X and she turns back. Her eyes are glowing red. And he's like, yes, you know, just something oh, horrible. So terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so good. Terrifying. What a scary villain. Like, yeah. God, I love Cassandra Nova so much. And Hank uses this as an opportunity to of distraction and like tackles Cassandra Nova um, and and gets on top and is like, you're absolutely right. Like I am all of those things, but like, what is it? Why do I just prevent myself from, you know, tearing your face off with my teeth? And it's because I believe in reason and art and literature. And she's like, no, it's because I'm in Xavier's body and you don't want to hurt your precious leader. And then I love, I love this gag of like, Oh, and look behind you. And he's like, like, I'm going to fall for. And then of course she's taking control of beak and it just, makes beak just wail on on hank with his baseball bat and, and again just cassandra nova's sadism you know is so good like beak is aware you know and he's he, beak is begging like hey don't make me hurt him and she's like you monstrous child how could you betray him 
Jesus so horrible. <laughs> the the panel right underneath that, like where the yeah. where you get the action shot of him just fucking beating up on him with the hammer while while Beast just lays there is just so like it's you just it's like watching American History X for the first time, right? We were like, oh god, I don't want to see, I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to bite a curb. Don't bite a curb, guys. I don't want to see that. Like it's one of those. Yep. yep. Um, you know, and basically, Cassandra Nova lays it out. Like Charles tried to murder me a long time ago. Uh, now I'm going to dismantle his dream and make him watch, you know? So, you know, we talked about her, you know, initially she starts off as like an anti-mutant demagogue, but really the only reason why she hates mutants is because Charles loves them. Yeah. Um, you know, leaves at this point, uh, uh, beast in a bloody heap goes out to the lawn where Jean has now gathered, uh, with Scott and Emma, um, there, and they're talking about, uh, you know, the, the spaceship landing. Um, Professor Xavier uh, going to get on it, you know, and Xavier is just like, let them talk. I'm proud that mutants were the first people to make extraterrestrial contact. Like just basically saying anything to make, uh, make them deflect, yes. like make them leave them alone just long enough for him to get on the, uh, on the ship. I love the, the, the combination of, of the shot between him just saying our record for tolerating this unknown has always been exemplary. And then like the next panel is beak literally crying in agony over Hank's like, you know, destroyed body. Like it's so sad. Yeah, it's really good. It's very sad. There's a great little bit of acting here um, where they kind of question like whether now is the time for you to go on vacation. Uh, Jean's like, we'll miss you basically like reading between the lines. Like this is the worst possible time for you to go. (laughs) Please stay. Please stay. (laughs) (laughs) Professor X is like, no, I know you doubt my judgment, but it's been so weary for my soul. There's been too much death. And look at Xavier's face there. Cassandra Nova doing that acting. Like, Hmm, you know, (laughs) sad Xavier, too much death for poor old Xavier. I do like so fucking sadistic. The the very two thousand and one shot to like above this with all the kids pointing their handheld cameras and video cameras at the spaceship flying <laughs> like we're just a little too early for phones having this ability and I, it's just mm-hmm. a weird like dating like you would think two thousand one like it's oh that's post two thousand but like no that yep. shit was not common so. nope nope I definitely had a uh, a digital camera at that time um you know the it's landing there's another great little bit of acting just on Charles Xavier's face where he's looking down at the light coming down imagine the responsibility of all that destructive power. Uh, to crack the firmament and extinguish suns uh, and now imagine it in the wrong hands. Yeah. And this final uh, page, um, this final shot of like the sheer alien ship descending directly and being like this huge, massive ship that dwarfs the X mansion. And like, we get this shot of all of the Shi'ar like teleporting down and like, you know, Xavier wheeling himself over there. So fucking good. Like I, yep. we've talked before, like the Shi'ar real hit or miss. Like sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it doesn't. This is one of the, you mentioned like your favorite CR arc. Like absolutely like a hundred percent. The scale is super good. Mm-hmm. Um, previously I said that this was the, uh, Imperial arc. I think I said it twice. This is actually germ free generation. Oh, okay. Uh, I forgot about that. G- Imperial is next. Uh, this is the, uh, the U man little, this was one little issue that dealt with the CR, but they'll be coming back on a couple issues. Yeah. So we're dealing with a, a two issue U man plot after this, which is weird um, because this the is just, wiki doesn't have that for some reason. It's the wiki takes them um, based on the names of the trades, like the books that came out and there are three issue arcs. So they, they name them after one of the arcs, even though there are two arcs in the book. Okay. So, um, and that's, that's it for this issue. Like bad things are afoot. Professor Xavier is going into space to control a super futuristic empire of super soldiers. Yeah. Super great. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Things are not going well. Cassandra Nova, most scary X-Men villain that you've ever read, right? Like just super fucking terrifying. And like, you, you mentioned the sadistic, like the, the amount of pleasure she seemed to be taking in doing this and just manipulating these people to, to have them hurt each other. And just the, the sheer, like 
not neededness of it. Like you're just mm-hmm. going out of your way to be a sadist at this point. Like it's yep. fucking insane. Like I just driving the fucking needle in. So I, I'm way, I'm way into it. Grant Morrison is actually really great at uh, doing villains like that. Um, like when I read his Batman stuff, his Mr. Pig uh, is a really, really great villain. And then uh, in the invisibles as many great villains, but it has a uh, Mr. Quimper uh, who is just an incredible, like scary concept. I got to get into the um, invisibles. Like I, I, for some reason, I think I tried it several times and I bounced off and I don't remember why. Like it's been a while. Like in that, it's, it's that hard. Early, it's, is it? It's difficult. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's complicated. Um, I actually have a guide, like there's an annotations book called the disinformation guide to the invisibles. Mm-hmm. That is a really good, like I understood it when I read it the first time, but I understood it better gotcha. using that book as a, as a guide. Um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, references to weird, like, you know, Kabbalah and, you know, actual black magic stuff and everything it's very dense uh with 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 reference so it is very good it's probably like you know the crowning achievement as far as like the like grant morrison ass grant morrison stuff you know it's not as perfect as we three and i don't like it as much as this because i like i love the x-men but it is it is very good like it is it is the grant morrison book um also has some dodgy art because of course it does. Because of course it it's does. Grant Morrison. <laughs> because it's Grant Morrison. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv is the best place to do it. Uh, that gets you access to all sorts of cool things. You could also leave iTunes reviews. Um, you can tell us how much you like everything to Guppy or watch out for fireballs. It doesn't really matter what mm-hmm. you write as long as you give us stars. Nope. Um, the stars are what we want. Yep. We're like a nemesis. Yep. Uh, get us those stars. Got to get those stars. stars. Um, but if you can't do that, just straight word of mouth. Tell your friends, post about it on Facebook, share it on your social media, all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. We really, really appreciate everybody that's done that. Um, these episodes haven't come out, so we actually haven't heard yeah. any feedback yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I said last time, I was like, hey, if you have any feedback, uh, it'll we'll get it before the next session. Uh, we won't. Um, we recorded these uh, in short succession because it's fun to do and we're excited about the new project. Yes. And uh, we want to get ahead for the holidays. Um, so uh, please give us your feedback, though. If you like the format, if you don't like the format, uh, obviously with feedback be nice and constructive you're more likely to be listened to yeah, uh, yeah. as a general rule for everything you don't need to bring my weight uh, into it <laughs> you yeah, don't have yeah. to talk about my hair guy and a slightly less fat guy like you know farting <laughs> off about the x-men like i don't know if we need to don't tell us about farting off you know yeah yeah don't hey don't put fart in your review save that yeah, for save yeah, that for everything to no f-words no f-bombs <laughs> no f-bombs people yeah. you would think that apple yeah. would filter that out but apparently yeah exactly yeah, the um, fart bomb But thank you again for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days with more new X-Men. These are the tales of the